the podcast. So uh, Monday Night Raw was interesting to say the least. Uh, what happened at the end of the show with Braun Strowman uh, was pretty interesting. A lot of people were talking about how Braun Strowman was running across the limo and uh, Matthew from Botchamania was saying that's how top-heavy people run. I was saying that it looked like the fat guy running after the midget in, in the show Jackass. I thought it was pretty good. Um, then there was somebody at Raw that had a sign that said Alundra Braze uh, had a mom hair. Uh, Matthew from Botchamania said, it was the 90s, you asshole. Everyone looked like that. And I said, maybe they should ask him how Medusa looked. Um, then, uh, obviously, uh, a few days ago it was Halloween, so there was a lot of really interesting costumes, especially from some of the athletes in the NBA. Uh, one of them uh, was Russell Westbrook and Nick Collision, uh, dressed up as white man can't jump characters, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, then Newsweek was saying, uh, had an interesting article where they were saying that Trump may not seek re-election. Uh, and then it says by two White House insiders, but it turns out that the two insiders were Ron Paul and Chris Christie, two people that were running against them. So I'm not quite sure how they would be considered insiders uh, to Trump. Um, but I was also saying, do the 2020 donors know that? Because he's been basically uh, you know, competing uh, with other Republicans, he's been uh, already doing fundraising, uh, doing fundraisers and fundraising events, um, like what he was doing out in Arizona. So, you know, if he's not running for re-election, he's got a funny way of showing it. Uh, but needless to say, a lot of people took advantage of that and ran with it. Uh, somebody had this picture of Pence tearing off the Trump part of the Trump Pence ticket and then putting a sticker on it for 2020 uh, <laughs> saying remember you did not hear it from me um, then Andrew Cunningham had uh, an interesting tweet he said and since I'd achieved my goals as president uh, there was no need for a second term as basically a way for Trump to try and say that he wasn't going to run for re-election. Um, Michael G. Stone had a take on it. He said, if Trump is planning to seek re-election, he should resign. Uh, we don't need a lame, duck, a lame duck who can't do anything good. Uh, Sylvester Marcus tweeted out, seeing as the insiders are a hopeful Ron Paul and a moronic Chris Christie, I don't put much faith in this one, unfortunately. <laughs> and I would agree with that. I think that's true. Um, Lily Herman tweeted out, Y'all, I'd eat my own hand before I'd call Ron Paul and Chris Christie White House insiders. <laughs> and then there was this. This, to me, was the best Halloween costume. Uh, this is this one Halloween, in my opinion. So, again, NBA players, of course. Uh, you've got Kevin Love dressed up as Sting and his girlfriend dressed up as Hollywood Hogan. Um, and then you've got J.R. Smith and his wife uh, dressed up, or, or girlfriend, I'm not sure, uh, dressed up as uh, the Coneheads. By far, I think that was the best costume uh, from Halloween 2017. Um, really good costumes. And then P.K. Subban had this costume.
There's only PKC band. <laughs> uh, then WWE Creative Humor tweeted out, Good news, guys. We've signed Sin Cara to a multi-year extension. Uh, hashtag reasons to watch SmackDown. <laughs> Um, and then in the NFL, uh, for the first time that I can remember, there were some very interesting trades. Uh, obviously, you had the 49ers trade for you know, what they hope is their quarterback now. Uh, and then you had the Panthers trading uh, Kelvin Benjamin to Buffalo. Uh, so the Buffalo Bills, for the first time in a long time, making a run to try and see if they can break their playoff drought. Uh, that trade, I think, will help them with that. And then, uh, you know, with Halloween recently passing, I was saying, you know, too many people hate on candy corn. I think that shit's delicious. I don't know why so many people hate on candy corn. Um, Arash Madani tweeted out, uh, Roberts expects Moros to be available uh, for Game 7. And I was saying that's the sound of Dodgers fans crying in fits of rage. Obviously, all of that tweeted out before yesterday's events with uh, the Houston Astros winning the World Series. Um, then just a ran random uh, brain drop and I had even Betty Crocker burnt a cake or two. And I don't know about you, but something that drives me crazy when it comes to watching uh, hockey is how over the last, I want to say five to seven years, all of a sudden there's a phrase in hockey that's become very popular that coaches, players, and announcers use, and it's compete level. And I, I don't know about you, but I, I hate when people say compete level because it's competitive level. It's a stupid shorthand phrase for what they mean to say, which is competitive level. So I used a Pulp Fiction reference. I said, English motherfucker, do you speak it? Um, but then going back to the NFL trade deadline, some interesting trades that took place, but also what was interesting was the trade that almost took place but didn't. Uh, the Bengals turned in paperwork by 4 Eastern, uh, which was the deadline for, the, for an A.J. McCarron trade with the Browns, but the Browns did not. Uh, so I guess they were celebrating before they actually submitted it to the league office. Um, and I actually, when I first read about that, I thought it was a joke, but it actually is true. Um, and I was just saying, man, like the Browns really do suck. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. Uh, then there was this, which I thought was interesting. Uh, speaking of interesting Halloween costumes, a father and his daughter recreating the horror that was WrestleMania 9. And he's dressed up as giant Gonzalez and his daughter's dressed up as The Undertaker. I thought that was a really good Halloween costume idea as well. Um, then uh, I was tweeting out, because uh, I was watching a recent Botchamania that Matthew posted, um, and there was an ending that I think will never be topped. Uh, it's on twitter.com slash Newton if you want to check it out, but it was showing uh, somebody, uh, I believe from a Roman parliament, like jumping from the top and it was playing New Jack's uh, music doing that and I thought that that was probably one of the best endings that I've ever seen for Botchamania. Uh, so that one, if you're interested, definitely check that out. It always makes me laugh even to this day. Um, then I was saying that I thought it would be interesting uh, for Smackdown Live if Big E, who was dressed up like Akeem, if he danced like Akeem does uh, in the match uh, and he actually did do it to his credit. 
Um, I actually couldn't believe that he did do it. Uh, then, of course, there was a tweet from Donald Trump Jr., which got a lot of attention, where he had a picture of his daughter holding up her Halloween candy, and he was saying, I'm going to take half of Chloe's candy tonight and give it to some kid who sat at home. It's never too early to teach her about socialism. And I was responding to that a few times. I was saying, first of all, I feel sorry for your daughter then because that's not how socialism works unless that kid that sat at home also paid taxes. Um, I also said, take a selfie so we can see how you celebrated Halloween as yourself with a silver spoon in your mouth. And again, with SmackDown Live, it was interesting because Akeem actually did dance like uh, Big E in the ring, so I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, Matthew from Botchamania tweeted out that Baron Corbin, Corbin beat uh, AJ Styles for the US title, and Styles is challenging for the world title now, and Corbin's feuding with Sin Cara. I think 2K18 is glitched again. <laughs> um, and then there was a lot of other takes on Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet. Um, Kumal uh, Nanjiani tweeted, uh, Will you teach her the difference between 2TO and 2TOO? Um, Michael Gillette tweeted, Or you could give 90% of her candy to the one richest kid in the neighborhood. It's never too early to teach her about republicanism. Uh, Doug Benson tweeted out, Yeah, don't teach your, your rich children who were born rich about sharing or empathy, you born rich asshole. Uh, Donald Trump tweeted out, I've just ordered Homeland Security to step up our already extreme vetting program. Being politically correct is fine, but not for this. Uh, Cal Penn responded and said, Word is, it's also time to talk about gun control, or still not yet. And actually what's crazy is since that tweet, there's been so many different showings recently of gun violence in the U.S. still to this day. So, you know, no, no conversation in Washington, nothing. Um, and I was watching <coughs> an interesting guest on Joe Rogan's podcast uh, earlier, and he was saying that, you know, when it comes to abortion, liberals are pro-choice. Uh, when it comes to gun control, they're pro-life. And then when you look at the flip side, if you look at conservatives, when it comes to abortion, they're pro-life. When it comes to gun control, they're pro-choice. So the way people act for different issues and the way they use that for politics, it is pretty interesting when you look at it uh, from that lens. Uh, then there was Kevin Owens on SmackDown where at the bottom it said, beat Shane McMahon in a controversial Hell in a Cell match. Um, Matthew from Botchamania tweeted out, hey, it was no DQ, you salty graphics person. Uh, then there was a lot of tweets about, uh, and a lot of attention on Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet. Uh, Jerry Duggan tweeted out, I'm sure these will be her favorite visiting hours with you. <laughs> um, and then I said, um... Happy Halloween. Uh, by the way, your kid looks deathly frightened of you. Did you dress as yourself? And somebody else pointed this out to me afterwards, but if you look at the pail that she's holding up, there's not really that much candy in it to begin with. So, you know, she's looking pretty sad as well. I wonder if you already took half of her candy. I don't know. 
Uh, Matthew from Botchmania tweeted out, Watching SmackDown with no distractions. Rude versus Ziggler. Two out of three falls is for one fall, uh, is what they were saying. So, pretty big mistake there. And then Joe Kenda tweeted out, Happy Halloween in front of the Halloween tree with Chris Hardwick. Who knew Halloween trees were a thing? I didn't even know Halloween trees were a thing. Apparently, they are. At least they are with Chris Hardwick. And then there was this GIF, uh, which I hope works. Uh, so it's, it's by uh, Christina Bent, and it says, But now for a joint. Uh, it's basically somebody holding up a joint and a dolphin sliding in and then putting it in the dolphin's mouth. So I thought it was pretty good, but of course, it's not playing. You can check it out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, David Sirota tweeted out, uh, New Pentagon data, America has spent $250 million a day on, a, on war every single day for the last 16 years. And Kevin Pereira responded saying, this doesn't include veterans' benefits or intelligence community funding. Holy hell. And I think that's exactly right. So much money just being wasted and dumped on this war that's never ending. Uh, then another response to Donald Trump Jr. You mean the candy that she got for free out of the goodness of strangers' hearts? And Elite Bear agents tweeted out, My man, socialism was her getting that free candy in the first place. You taking half for reasons she can't understand is capitalism. Uh, Ryan Cooper tweeted out, I'll take one half of my kid's candy, store it in a Cypress tax shelter, then declare bankruptcy to teach her about capitalism. Uh, Matsuma tweeted out, Take 80% of her candy and give it to the top 1% of trick-or-treaters, you know, like your dad's tax plan. And then uh, the new Team Canada jerseys for the 20, upcoming 2018 Winter Olympics came out. Uh, and I've got to say, I'm not totally against uh, the white and the black jerseys, uh, but the red one with the white and silver maple leaf on it, I think looks like shit. That one that's in the middle there, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, then Baron Corbin responded to what The Miz had to say. Uh, again, you can check that out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, we talked about what The Miz had to say on our last podcast. Uh, and I was saying, as Booker T would say, this is getting good. Uh, and then, speaking of errors with WWE 2K18, and I love the ability to do this on this podcast as well. Uh, if you've been a subscriber to our YouTube channel and you've been trying to figure out why the hell does John keep playing the same episode of Monday Night Raw twice now and, and actually deleting it each time? The reason is because the main event keeps glitching. It gets to the load screen, and this is in universe mode on WWE 2K18. Um, it'll get halfway through loading, and then it will crash with the blue screen error, which I've got uh, here is CE34878-0. Uh, that keeps happening no matter what I do. If I, if I simulate every single match before the main event and then try to play it, it still does the same thing. I even tried it again today. It still does the same thing. So for now, I'm waiting for an update from either PlayStation or from 2K18 to just release like a new patch or something. Uh, I've reached out to 2K support. I've even tweeted at them as well. 
Um, I haven't had any response yet. I created a ticket with them. Um, from what I understand, I'm not the only one that's getting these glitches. Um, it kind of sucks, man, because outside of that glitch, I've been very happy with 2K18, but this glitch is very upsetting because I literally can't even do anything. Um, I, I'm just going to wait it out. Uh, those of you guys that are fans of uh, JFWR Wrestling on our YouTube channel, uh, you know, I apologize, uh, but it, it seems like it might be a bit of a wait. Maybe, hopefully, on Tuesday there'll be some type of patch update, hopefully. Um, but who knows? It could take even longer. Um, until then, um, probably the only thing that's going to be on this YouTube channel for a while will be this podcast over and over again every couple of days or so. Uh, so if you're a podcast fan, you probably won't mind that. Uh, more of my attention will be directed toward this podcast rather than the gaming aspect of our YouTube channel. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it's disappointing. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what I do, I keep getting that glitch. So I've reported that to 2K Sports, uh, to PlayStation as well. Um, we'll see what happens, but uh, it, it really does make the game unplayable at this point, unfortunately. Um, but going back to uh, Matthew from Botchamania, he's had some really good stuff, and actually this was a retweet he had uh, from Justin Henry, uh, and this was a picture of uh, of uh, Ted DiBiase, like just in, covered in slime and muck and stuff uh, from the mid '90s, and it says, "Hello, Eric." Is an Eric Bischoff? Uh, yeah, it's Ted. Fine, thanks. How does that offer still stand? <laughs> and this is when he was with the WWF at the time basically saying, you know, because of this, Ted wants to join WCW, which he actually did do later on. That might have been the breaking point. Probably not, but it's a good joke. Um, and then Tim and Sid pretty much thought the same thing I did about the new Team Canada jersey, specifically that red one. It looks awfully familiar, and then it pointed out uh, Power Rangers. I just hate that jersey, man. Uh, something about that white and silver just doesn't look right. I don't mind the, a black maple leaf or a red maple leaf, but that white and silver one looks like shit to me. Um, sorry, Nike. It's just how I feel. Um, and hey, man, like, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, I'm a Nike fan. I've got Nike shoes. I've got, you know, I, Nike jerseys. I don't mind Nike, but... That jersey is ugly. Um, <clears throat> then uh, there was an article on Gizmodo about a man who tried to make human-ape hybrids. So pretty crazy article there. Uh, Mona Salama tweeted out that President Donald Trump has told senior congressional leadership that he wants the tax reform bill to be called the Cut, Cut, Cut Act. And I just, just wanted to sigh, like, what the fuck? Um... Uberfax tweeted out, around 7% of all U.S. households don't have a bank account. So I responded, so 7% of American households have drug dealers? It's a joke. Uh, probably even more sad than that, it's probably a majority of that 7% is people that don't have enough money to create an actual bank account. Uh, just pretty sad stat there. It's almost 1 in 10 Americans don't have a bank account. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, did a press conference and, and discussed uh, Trump wanting to name the tax bill the cut, cut, cut bill, and she actually was laughing. Um, I was saying, you know, it's bad when even your own press secretary laughs at how stupid 
your name ideas are for a bill. Uh, then I was saying with the internet, porn has lost a lot, a lot of revenue. I'd like to think they're doing it for the love of the art now. Just joking. Um, then there was this image, which I'd never seen before, of Triple H along with the shield. Uh, Triple H in the full shield gear, just like Kurt Angle was. And I was saying, now it seems like the shield is giving out memberships like they're the NWO. Uh, then there was this from Sportsnet, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, this decisive contest is regarded as the best two words in sports. What is Game 7, Alex? I thought that was pretty good. And going back to the NBA, uh, sources from Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, the 76ers aren't budging on Jalil Okafor's bid for contract buyout talks, and the team plans to continue trade discussion. Uh, there are some teams that are interested. Uh, then there's a watching a, a podcast with Joe Rogan. There's an interesting subject that came up I've never heard of before about a guy named David Reimer who, uh, when he was a baby, uh, in in the hospital, uh, they were attempting to do a circumcision, and it went horribly wrong. It basically almost cut off his penis as a baby. And uh, they went to a doctor, and I'm not making this up, the doctor's name is Dr. Money. You can't really make that up. It's such a crazy name for a doctor. Um, and th that doctor was saying that uh, it's in the family's best interest to raise him as a child, to castrate him, uh, to raise him as a, as, a, as a daughter, I should say, uh, raise him as a female, um, and to castrate him. So they did castrate him. Um, and what was interesting about it is that the doctor was thinking that this was a success and this was something that happened during the 60s um, and uh, he, he even was doing medical journals about it you know he was saying that you know this is proof that the idea of gender is just a social construct however as that was going on uh, David who then was named Brenda uh, Brenda was playing sports with boys, hanging out with boys more than girls, um, basically disproving that idea that uh, the doctor had. Um, so I tweeted out, you know, David Reimer, uh, Brenda Reimer, is an interesting case of how people saying that gender is a is a social construct uh, might actually be dead wrong. Um, so. Especially in today's day and age, uh, when you've got like transgender issues and you've got gender pronoun issues and stuff like that, um, I, I think that that's a pretty interesting case to bring up um, that I'm sure a lot of people aren't even aware of. Uh, I wasn't aware of it, so when I heard about it, I wanted to share with you guys on this podcast as well, um, just because I found it to be pretty interesting. Um, another thing that they talked about, which I thought was interesting, is they were saying how culture works like genetic evolution it's based on blind copying and one of the points to that was how uh, black cult culture especially coming out of slavery blindly copied redneck culture um, whether that was with slang or you know being heavily religious and anti-education um, things that you don't even really think about but you do see those parallels especially after you think about it when that comes to mind, um, and and 
you know, like that was mind blowing to me. Uh, so, you know, pretty interesting mindset to that. Uh, when I woke up this morning, I saw uh, Star Wars uh, had a new trailer, and if you haven't seen it, it's 45 seconds. I highly recommend it. Um, it's really got me excited to see The Last Jedi in December, uh, December 15th when it comes out. Um, it looks really good. Um, and the last part of it, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, I don't want to spoil a trailer. That sounds so stupid, but that's how good it is. Uh, it really makes you wonder what's going to happen in this movie. Um, it, it looks really good. And, you know, when I, when I saw uh, the one before it, uh, I was thinking, you know, I didn't really know what to think about it. I was saying, you know what, it really depends what the next ones are going to be like before I pass any judgment on it. That trailer has me very excited. I haven't been this excited for a movie in a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is coming from somebody that's going to go see Thor tonight. I, I'm not really that excited to go see it, uh, but I'm going to go see it anyways. I'll definitely let you guys know what I think after I go see it. But this Star Trek, or Star Trek, uh, this Star Wars movie, uh, The Last Jedi, looks really good. Uh, and I wouldn't just be saying that, like, I really feel that way. And I wanted to let you guys know that on the podcast, too. So if you haven't seen that trailer check it out it'll probably get you as hyped as i am about it it looks really good um billionaire mindset tweeted out never do something permanently foolish just because you are temporarily upset uh, i think that's brilliant uh very good sage advice uh john morosi tweeted out source confirms the astros won the 2017 world series as first reported by sports illustrated three years ago and it feels like it's even longer than three years ago. I remember that that uh, Sports Illustrated cover and the story, um, and it feels like it's been so much longer than just three years ago that that existed. Um, but what's interesting to me isn't just the prediction of 2017, it's also who they had on the cover. Springer, who was also named the MVP. So it wasn't just that they predicted, uh, to me anyways, that the Astros would win the World Series in 2017, three years before it happened, it's that they had the right guy on the cover who was actually their MVP for the playoffs, for the World Series. So really crazy situation there. Uh, then Zaddington Bear had a tweet, uh, a crazy tweet, saying, I'm trying to give them both that 100-acre wood, and it's got a Winnie the Pooh female character and a Piglet character dressed up as women, very thick. Um, I just thought it was crazy. I was just like, LOL, what the fuck? Um, crazy tweet. Um, if you're interested, you can check it out, twitter.com slash thejohndnewton. Uh, then there was this uh, from Gizmodo. Uh, Scientists have discovered a secret hidden chamber inside uh, Guise's largest pyramid. Uh, they're not quite sure what could be inside of that chamber, um, how they actually saw the inner cavity was interesting. Um, it's a hundred feet long, this void that they found, um, but they really do believe that this void is a hidden chamber. And they imaged the pyramid, they found out about this uh, void by using cosmic rays uh, that absorbed a solid object. So it was kind of like how an x-ray works, how they could see inside the pyramid to discover this void. Um, and they also used what's called this muon tomography uh, in Afghanistan 
to see if they can find hidden caves and tunnels. So that same technology was also used at Fukushima to determine the level of damage to the nuclear reactors. Uh, so some really crazy stuff. They believed that there could be artifacts, treasures, and funeral items in that void inside that pyramid. So some really cool information from Gizmodo this morning. Uh, then uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, going back to the NBA, have had a horrible start to their season, one of the worst in the NBA, um, especially considering what the expectations are for this team. And, you know, a lot of that could just be mental. A lot of that could be the fact that the entire team, including LeBron James, is kind of playing, you know, with the mindset, you know, is LeBron going to still be here after this season? Like, what the hell are we actually playing for? You know, you've got so many good teams in the West. Can we compete with them? Um, you know, you've, you've got uh, some teams in the East that are surprising people. Top of the list to me is the Detroit Pistons. I don't know if anybody really saw them being as good as they have been. Um, you know, talk about them being involved in possible trades uh, to get even better. So Cleveland, already in trouble, uh, found out that Tristan Thompson is expected to miss one month now with a left calf injury that he suffered on Wednesday night. So uh, things just continue to get worse for the Cavs. Um, not a good situation. Uh, and again, speaking about the Pistons with a potential trade deal, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting out uh, that the Suns prefer a third team to take on Reggie Jackson in any potential Eric Bledsoe deal with the Pistons. That would be like pfft, that would be like a mind blowing trade if that happens. Uh, the Pistons already with a great start to the season. Uh, adding Eric Bledsoe into the mix, I think, would just make them that much more of a threat. Uh, then, uh, just before the podcast started, there was a few bits of information coming in from Major League Baseball. Already things happening after the World Series. Uh, Justin Upton signed a five-year extension with the Angels, replacing his existing contract and bypassing the opt-out. And what's really crazy, and we'll end with this on the podcast, uh, Justin Upton's new contract has a full no-trade clause. Uh, so the Angels, I don't know, uh, their roster right now, what's going to happen with them? Obviously, they must like it, doing a, a contract like that. I'm not so sure that I buy into it, but you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for watching the podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode.